York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, and welcome to another wonderful Wednesday night. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, and that means it's time for Ask an Engineer. I'm the engineer, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live from the Adafruit headquarters. Behind us, this is a real factory. It's where we do all our testing and manufacturing, coding and shipping in support of all the electronic goodies that you're probably making cool stuff with and then maybe showing off on show and tell, which we just finished up. Yeah, we even started off the show with, um, we announced this, but I, people asked about it. Um, PyCon's coming up and those red circuit playground expresses that are they special edition that DigiKey Adafruit's doing for PyCon. Every attendee's gonna get one. That's right. So Everyone I made that, gets so one. So I made that little video. <laughs> Everyone's gonna there, get one. There's gonna be some fun project. You're gonna do some Python. If you're gonna yep. go to PyCon, PyCon is one of the biggest Python conferences. Yep. It is a fun time. I think it's in Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, the most fun Ohio. you can have in Ohio. So uh, that and much more we'll be discussing in the next hour. We've got this Ask Engineer full of makery goodness. What's on tonight's show? On tonight's show, Dakota's USB-C. Uzbek. Yeah. Yes. 10% uh, off Native Fruit Start all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. That gets you 10% off everything except for Adabox and gift certificates. It supports us. An independent open source hardware company, no loans, no venture capital. We do this for you, and we uh, just need to pay the bills once in a while. So use that code, and you can save 10% off. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady will go over who's on the show and tell, what they share. Pack the bill bag. We'll read your emails and letters to us. We've got some Python on hardware news. Time travel. Eight for jobs. Made in New York City. 3D printing. Bunch of new cool products. Top secret. We'll answer your questions. We'll do that over on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. We'll give something away pretty cool at the end of the show. All that and more on... Dun, dun, dun. Ask an Engineer. That's right. Okay, so just a little bit of a reminder, everyone. Um, this gets you some cash off. It's a short month, so this is a good time for you to purchase something because you have this whole day that's gone, and this will make you feel better about that loss. Um, okay. <laughs> where did the days go? Um, here is uh, what we're giving away for free. Um, in addition to that code, ten percent off. Um, you can get free stuff on your. That's on your right. Layout. And these freebies are limited time offers. When we were out, we're out. But right now, we have a couple options. The things available. Offers available. Ninety-nine dollars or more, you get a free Proto half size breadboard, about the same size and shape as a solderless breadboard. When you're done with your project. You can transfer it over and solder it onto this nice PCB that has a white uh, mask and, and blue and black and red silk screen. You can make your project transfer over for a permanent setup, uh, very popular with people. That's free with your order over $99. Orders over $149, get a free enamel pin. We have up to four different pin options. Uh, we are running low on some of them, so if you, uh, Want you know one of each, then place your order. That'll probably be it too. Done with pins. Yeah, once for that, we're going to be we'll probably be done with pins. Um, so this is a this is your last shot to get these uh, glorious pins, uh, these enamel pins. Each uh, time you place an order for one forty nine or more, you'll get one. And if you have to make if you make an account on aidfruit.com, you'll get a different one with each order. So you should make an account. One nine nine or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. That's high quality, trackable shipping in the continental United States. It's good, it'll get there, you'll know when it's gonna show up, it's reliable, it's insured, we recommend it. And at $2.99 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express. This all-in-one board uh, features 10 RGB LEDs, buttons, sliders, capacitive touch, 
storage, um, microphones, sensors, temperatures, all that good stuff, battery connector, and it can run a plethora of languages. It can run CircuitPython, uh, Microsoft MakeCode, Arduino, C, C++, um, micro, Microblocks, uh, Go, Teeny Go came out today actually with Circuit Playground Express support. So if you're a Golang fan, you can use Teeny Go. Um, and you can also use code.org CS Discovery. So you've got like a really wide range, pretty much every language. I, I think it's from JavaScript to Golang. I think I told this story last week, but if I didn't, um, or even if I did, why not? Um, we had a, a, a journalist email us, and journalists don't necessarily do fact checks all the time. I've seen articles that are incorrect. I'm like, you could have just like email whoever, even yeah. including us. But they're like, wait a second, it, that, is this correct? Is, why this has this supports so many different ways to program? And we had to be like, yeah. That's why we made it. That's right. So um, I, I hope they they took that information. I hope it'll be in this upcoming publication. And uh, it's true. Um, it's you have, true. You have it's the like eight different languages. You have the most choices and can do the most things with Circuit Playground Express. Okay. Um, for shipping, shipping, UPS Ground, that's the best thing to do in the U.S. Um, postal, slower, so always take a little bit of a risk. Uh, DHL International. In Manhattan, you can get same-day delivery on checkout before 11 a.m. Just see if your zip code is supported on checkout. Lady okay. Ada, we um, had another cool show-and-tell. These show-and-tells are epic every single week. Um, who is on the show-and-tell this week, and what did they share? I'm glad you asked. We had a bunch of people, both Adafruit people and uh, visitors from around the world. Erin showed off her um, upcoming guide for a NeoPixel corset. She showed off some details about it. It uses side-light NeoPixels, and at, like, the top... There is a flower fascinator with a Circuit Playground Express in it, and she's uh, using MakeCode to do all sorts of LED effects. JP um, showed off a really cool aviator headset that he got for seven bucks. Also, um, tomorrow on JP's workshop, he's going to be doing a bunch of Pi Portal projects. So um, the people who have ordered them, uh, tune in. He'll be doing um, how to make a GitHub uh, stars or Twitter followers. Um, statistics display so you can see your stats and then when you get more followers or likes you'll get a ding or more subscribers known pedro um have a bunch of couple of things uh they showed off a pi portal stand that looked pretty cool um and i think that was a sweet surprise they also did a couple little videos and goodies um tuned in for more fun projects uh they're going to be working on some bigger projects soon so they're doing a couple little ones and some big ones are coming down the pike mike b uh talked about his guide for this week that he wrote. It's a micro bit with MakeCode uh, radio demo. So you can have one micro bit plugged into a cricket, and then another micro bit can control that cricket, so you can use the buttons on your on the transmitter to um, control servos and LEDs, move things around, so you can make a remote control robot by uh, getting two micro bits and a cricket board. And the guide is up on Learn. Bill Binko uh, wanted to let us know that the Microsoft XAC specs were published for the Microsoft Accessibility Controller. So that's cool. They have a, a, a document with um, a documentation uh, with um, specifications and diagrams on how to make your own connections to the XAC. Also, um, we do hug reports, sort of bug reports. Yeah. Adafruit every week. True. Um, hug report to Microsoft for really doing an amazing job, not only on the actual hardware with the Xbox Assistive device, yeah. but also getting um, these beautiful commercials and getting the word out. Uh, they had a Super Bowl commercial, when everyone can play, everyone wins. So I really like how they combine both of these things for not only awareness, but also getting it out there. And then the most important thing, this documentation for de device makers. So we'll be able to have more and more people come together 
use technology yeah. and help people using technology. We and have uh, a, Microsoft we, did a really good job with this. Yeah. We have a guide that we did a couple weeks ago. Check it out on how to make custom controllers. So yeah. paired with this document, um, you'll be able to make any kind of accessibility control that is supported. Um, Bilby also did a sip and puff update showing off his custom case and he's using a coupler um, for uh, quick uh, connect and also uh, strain relief. Uh, two, two in one. Looks like a really great design. Uses our um, MPRLS pressure sensor connected to a Feather NRF52840. Um, Nitin and uh, his son came by and showed off uh, their first robotics project. It's a space theme and so they had to make a project that would help uh, people uh, in space, either with social or te technical problems. Um, and they made a hypoxia detector, so it has a carbon dioxide sensor. And when the carbon dioxide is too high, all the LEDs on the circuit playground turn red and it beeps. To let you know, um, watch out, you need to get uh, to an auction safe environment because you, know, you might be uh, having a hypoxia effect and I think people can get disoriented. So if you, know, you don't even know that you're, you're going through this unless something warned you, and uh, we have great carbon dioxide uh, and carbon monoxide sensors in the store that you can use to um, help avoid that. So this is really good. We're making technology for space. Um, Sophie came by and uh, showed off her Flappy Bird hoodie, which is just like a, a total, like a charming new way to play Flappy Bird. I mean, I think it's been like a year or two since people were really playing Flappy Bird. But uh, she bring it back with a hoodie that uses a Circuit Playground Express conductive thread um, and conductive pads so when you flap your arms it detects when you've touched your elbow to the side of your body and uh, sends a space bar so you can flap to play flappy bird and she said it's a very intense you know it's a it's extreme experience like people kind of get really into it um looks really fun so check out some of her videos on twitter and she's going to be doing a guide for hackspace magazine so um if you're a subscriber and you should be or you read it online for free um you can start planning out your Flappy Bird hoodie project with Circuit Playground. Uh, Eduardo came by uh, with a vintage Radio Shack project board. These, these 501 boards are just so great. You know, they have potentiometers and switches and buttons. He put some NeoPixels, a Pro Trinket on one, and he made a, uh, a theater light controller for his church classroom. He teaches um, at a, church, at a local church. And uh, he, I guess, also maybe helps with the um, lighting controls when they do events or maybe theatrical um, events or music or presentations. So um, it's a little kind of, you know, it's, it's a laptop uh, control board for controlling the DMX lights and there's DMX control in Arduino. So using Arduino and NeoPixels and, and the potentiometers and this nice hefty control board makes for a nice surface to make a uh, freeform DMX controller. Which looks really cool. He had a nice video of like very intense lighting. So, okay. that is all the participants show on the show and tell. Get an SCN on the show and tell sticker. Email us and we'll send you out one. We do show and tell every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Come on by. It's the all year long show and tell that anyone can show up and show their projects. It's like a hacker space, but you can stay in your pajamas. <laughs> uh, it's part of our Adafruit Live Series of shows tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. JP will be doing his show. And here's a little preview from his previous show. So 
Pack the Mailbag. We read these emails from everybody that sends them in to our all-company meeting called State of the Fruit. We'll also read them to you. This one's from Larry. As a former tech support person for 23 years or so, I understand the value of making technology empowering, easy, affordable, and most of all fun. And so does Adafruit. Please forward my highest regards to your entire team. What you're doing is important for creative advancement and understanding, both which are vital to our collective futures. Ooh. Stay groovy. Larry. Thanks, Karen. Okay. Thank you. Okay. If you have questions, I think there was like a pretty big one in um, YouTube. Hover, head over Go to Discord. Discord. That's where we we'll are answering. answering by the end of the show. Yeah. Go to Discord. Or it's the, free. Or the forums. Um, it was like a Raspberry Pi touchscreen type question. So yes. go over to Discord if you can. Or the forums. Okay, um, we have some make code stuff going on. Don't forget, what's going um, on? I just got the latest graphics from Cartoon Network. You know what's really fun is when I get an email from Cartoon Network. They're like, "Here's the latest graphics that are okay to use with Adafruit and Cartoon Network." Since you're doing this cool partnership with us, she had a little so, mouse on her. Yeah, a little shirt. cat. That's cute. Um, so if you go to makecode.adafruit.com, you can see that we have this really cool uh, Cartoon Network series of projects. You know, young people or anybody who likes Cartoon Network and a lot of the shows, specifically Steven Universe, you can use Make Code, use the characters with Steven Universe, and have a good time. Circuit Playground Express. Um, this is neat. This is a new book, ebook that's coming out. Um, Ooh. Yeah, you know what's cool is like when teachers and librarians are like, check out my new book. So this is Code and Create. It's um, Adafruit Circuit Playground Express with Microsoft Make Code. It's from the St. Francis High School, Wheaton, Illinois. Wow. Kelsey and Colleen, congratulations. Everybody, um, we have this on our site and you should search for it and uh, check out this ebook from Kelsey and Colleen from St. Francis High School, Wheaton, Illinois. Um, each week, JP does Make Code Minute. Mm-hmm. Take it away, JP. All right, make it away. Today, what we're going to look at in Arcade is tile maps. Now, up until now, what we've done is created games where the gameplay is limited to the screen. When you want to make a game level that is larger than one screen, so you can move around to different areas, you will use a thing called a tile map. So you can see here in my code, after I set the background color here to this blue, I'm then setting a tile map. And if we look at the art for this, this is the view of my game level. And these colors mean things. So what I've done is anywhere that I've gone in and painted in orange is where tiles that represent my walls are going to appear. If you look at this next block down, I have set orange tiles. And then I've created a little graphic. So that's what my walls will look like. And I've also told it to have collision turned on by saying turn uh, with walls on. So if we look at the game, I'm going to make this full screen, you can see that my character can't go through these walls because they're called walls, and it's tiling that little pattern all over anywhere where I had put my orange marks. Now, another thing you'll notice is that I am moving around the map, and the camera is following the character. So if we go back and look at the code, I have this block here that says camera follow sprite, and then I name a sprite. I'm calling uh, it to follow Adabot. And the last thing I'm using this map for, if you look, you'll see I have these black and red blocks on here. Now those don't show up visibly in the game level, uh, and that's because with these set tile blocks I have not given them any graphic at all, but what I'm doing is using those spots to indicate where my power-ups go. So when the uh, ice cream or apples have to go somewhere after I've picked one, it randomly jumps to a location, what I'm doing is telling them to randomly go to 
one of the tiles. So place apple on top of a random red tile and place ice cream on top of a random black tile. Uh, and so that is how you can use the tile map to create your game level inside Arcade. Okay, so check out Make Code and more and Make Code Minute tomorrow with JP. That's right. All right. This week, Ooh. all the things going on with Python and hardware, there is a ton. First up, okay. DigiKey and Adafruit are bringing thousands, thousands. of Circuit Playground Express devices, special edition, PyCon edition. Um, this is PyCon. It's the biggest Python gather gathering. Um, Cleveland... Ohio, May 1st to 9th. Every attendee will be getting one of these. Ooh. Say red. Red Circuit Playground Express. Express. Special edition for yep. PyCon. Loaded up. All sorts of neat stuff. Comes with CircuitPython. Python. and Fruit are the official swag bag sponsorship this year. Thank you, PyCon, today for tweeting about it, too. Yay. So we recommend if you're going to PyCon, and you should, um, bring a micro USB cable. Um, for your computer, whether you need USB-C. We'll have a couple there, but it's always good to have your own so you can right. get started immediately. So that's our best recommendation. But we'll also be having sprints, and we'll have a gathering area where people can hack on hardware. So that's very exciting. I'll be publishing my PyPortal app. This is It's less than 49 days. This is a good reminder for me to make sure all these devices get there. Um, when my little PyPortal app gets to the day, it has Dan, Katney, and Scott, because they'll be doing workshops and more. Um, and speaking of workshops, PyCast Gaze just happened. Scott was there, and he had uh, like a hardware meetup, showed all the cool things yeah, going keyboard. on with um, Game Boy and Circuit <laughs> Python. Um, brought all the hardware to show people, and this was just one of uh, a few examples of Python on hardware at a Python conference. Uh, Nina, who's at Microsoft, she's a developer. She did this amazing talk, and uh, y you have to watch it. We put it as a post. Um, here it is in 18 seconds. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it's really nice when you work on something a lot, like Circuit Python, and you have people around the world coming together, and then someone we didn't even know this was really going to happen, who captures the idea and the intent so well. So thank you so much, you know. Um, there's other information. You can download the slides. You can look at the video. Um, we put all of this in our newsletter and more, and you can just see some of the things that was there, and of course. Scott was there as well. Um, Adafruit IO news with CircuitPython this week. Um, the AO wrapper uh, yes. is launched. Yep. So if you, uh, get, well, right now the only hardware that we have that you could use it is the um, Pi Portal. Yeah. But if you're feeling uh, 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 smart and clever and you want to wire up an ESP32 to your favorite M4 microcontroller, you can check out um, our CircuitPython wrapper library that uses yeah. requests on CircuitPython, so you can now start making small devices that connect to an interface with Adafruit I.O. Thanks, Brent. You worked on that a lot. Um, here's some examples of some of the things that we've been working on with PyPortal. So this was a neat clock. It goes out and gets the time, and then it says, how many years since we've landed on the moon? All over 46 years. Weather, show some demos of that later. This is all real, and it's on a Pi Portal. You can make this yourself. If you want, you can, look, you can look at the overhead right now. If you want. Oh, you want to see what the weather is right now? Yeah, it's cold. Oh, man, I just hit reset. Uh, you rebooted it. <laughs> okay. You know what? We should probably reboot the weather one day. Okay. Um, TG, Techie, TG Techie is working on um, some cool menuing, which, of course, has something to do with 
what you can expect, which is a real tricorder. Yay, learning Python. Yeah, and this is a neat project because you can actually make a real tricorder. This uses PyPortal. Um, it has a menuing system, touch screen, and it also has a camera that you can do really neat like infrared camera stuff. So that's yeah. calculator. And then uh, if there's time, maybe Can later in the show. So. Yeah. If we will time, show off some If there's time later in the show, uh, maybe we'll show the camera live. But there's a little quick video of this here where you can see. And there it is. So this is all real. All nice. Blitz City DIY did the work in progress IR controlled rover bot. Here is Red. This is a CircuitPython powered little cute bot. Oh, hello, yeah. little, little robot. Oh, it's, and, oh, it's got little arms. Yeah, Cricket and Circuit Python. Is it like circuit boards or something? Yeah, and I thought this was kind of neat. This is um, a student project, and it's a stuffed dog named Tanya. Adafruit Cricket, Circuit Playground Express, conductive pads, recycled computer speakers, and the server wags the tail, and it's only about 50 lines of circuit Python, and it was made by eighth grade students. Whoa, robotic yeah. dogs. Um, Shout out to Bruce Sterling for using our Circuit Python logo as his avatar. He on knows Twitter. where it's at. Thank you so much. You know, he predicts the future, so I'm thinking he knows something, and he knows that people are going to be using Circuit Python. So thank you. Bruce Sterling's a friend of ours. I have no idea why he did this. I love it. It's awesome. It's a cool logo. That's yeah, why. That, I think so too. Okay, um, this is another neat thing. This is. Um, this is a graphic design student well, who's also a big fan we, of Python. Someone's going, there's going to be a CircuitPython magazine one day, and now this is what it probably Dude, this is like. awesome. CircuitPython yeah. Quarterly. So Timothy Garcia did this. He presented it to his design class, and it's CircuitPython Quarterly. What's in this issue? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's Hello Halloween, and uh, it's all about the Halloween and Circuit Playground Express, and also, uh, or sorry, uh, Circuit... Uh, Circuit Python, Circuit Playground Express, and all the things you expect in wow, a... Wow, look at that nice diagramming. Yeah, it's look at this. purple. This is great. That's nice. When you get this magazine, I want I, magazine. Would I want this magazine. All right. Uh, next up. So we've been doing a partnership with um, Python Discord, and Juanita over there uh, got a Circuit Python, uh, Circuit Playground Express, and right away made this cool Mario controller to control the game. Oh, that's too funny. To play Mario Kart? Okay, okay, okay. Throw the word shell. Go, 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 go. Oh, yeah, so it's like a little mouse. And then I guess with the button you can hop. It's a good idea. Okay. Um, this is for the um, Crunchbox. It's a STEM OLED display panel, um, hmm. which is really neat. It has uh, vinyl labels, and you can control all these things, and mm, you can like see the inside of it. Thing going yeah. Yeah, cool. um, this is kind of cool. This is what you'd expect from Caitlin's dad, a very clever project. And this is a walk, don't walk sign, and this uses Circuit Playground Express and uh, CircuitPython. Okay, this is from Southern Dragon. It's a GPS logger. It records GPS coordinates and uh, other geographic info to a CSV file on an SD card, and it shows basic information on the OLED Featherwing. It's smart enough to only save new coordinates if the device changes positions, Adafruit, mm. uh, and particle hardware coded in circuit Python. Ooh, nice. Now, you might be wondering, what is this person doing with these little tiny people? Yeah, what is this, like a little microsurgery He's a little there. tiny, he's repairing he little tiny nanobots, little androids or something what are, what are these what are these what are these they're little little creatures little people it hey, seems are we gonna find out yeah we're gonna find out 
I'm sorry, yeah, they're just going to end the show. So bye, no. see you next week. Uh, and so this is uh, programming the little people. So I totally know this. Th- that, like, hand twist thing yeah. where you, like, <laughs> press the pads up against the, the connector that you have. This yeah. is, I, I have known this. All right, so this is the mouse in the middle, yeah. and you, you, you go up arrow to keep programming. This is a bunch of CircuitPython running minifigures by Benjamin. Aren't they so cute? And uh, this is this is one of our first uh, boards that supported CircuitPython. Yes, and it's a SAMD51 now, so it's a quite a powerful processor. Yep. Little mini SAM, and, you, and the micro SD is in the head. You can just plug the head right into your... That's right into a uh, connector socket. And then um, I've covered this one before, but then Nicholas did an amazing blog post about this, which you should watch. Um, this is made with Moo. It's stress management masked by um, it's a group of students who made this. It's a prototype mask to manage stress using Python and Circuit Playground Express. Codes on GitHub. It's made how to demonstrate how Circuit Playground Express could be used to measure body temperature indicate stress levels. Um, the theory is that the body temperature is an indicator of stressful feelings and that people with better control of their stress may have a visual indication of their stress state. So Look at that, like, cool that project. guy relaxing. Yep. Um, we cover all sorts of things in the Python on Hardware newsletter, including if you just like amazing um, graphics made with math Ooh, and Python. Is it like NumPy math? Or? Yeah, it's a tour of uh, Math Wonderland in Python. It's called uh, Pi Wonderland. That's cool. Then uh, slides are posted for a really great um, Python, micro Python talk um, from Jessica Green at Python Pizza Conference in Berlin called Python on Bare Metal. Get it? There's the bear. Oh, yeah. Bare metal. yeah. There's bare metal. Um, there's some events coming up very soon. And you should go to them if you're in the area and you like Python on hardware. The first one is March 11th in London, UK. Meet and learn and share ideas about micro Python. Nicholas, made Moo. We'll be uh, telling everybody about the latest versions of Moo, uh, the free code editor for Python, MicroPython, and CircuitPython devices. Coming up February 27th, that's like now, um, or it's, it just passed, is uh, the Anita Borg uh, Hopper Local, and this was Vicky talking about uh, Python on hardware. Um, special thanks everyone who put a star on 1,000 plus stars. We're still looking for help on translating the messages that CircuitPython has to other languages. We thank everyone in our Discord. We're over 10,000. I'll have to update the graphics soon because we're crawling up there. We put all of this in our awesome Weekly. list. GitHub.com yep. slash Adafruit slash awesome CircuitPython. Also has a nice cheat sheet We hit 300 people on CircuitPython Discord. We just started this. We had 5,000 people on the newsletter. It's our fastest growing newsletter. And this is all part of Adafruit Daily, which we have that goes out every week. It's on our blog. Um, this is the, the center of the, what's happening in the world of Python on hardware. And thank you, everybody, who's contributing to this. Um, it is a lot of fun every single day to see what's going on in There's Discord. There's so much Python. Yeah. Do you want to you want to try looking at the thing again? Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's look we'll at the weather, and then we'll end this Python weather. Segment. Python weather. It's 13 degrees out. It's clear yep. sky, and it's 830. We're half through the show. Okay. All right. Carefully put it down. Is Python on her Yay! Okay. Python, um, Python, Python, Python. All right, time travel. Just a couple of quickies uh, this week, and then we're going to move on because we got uh, guides and new products. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, for the folks watching on Twitch, thank you. Got up to 2,000 followers, so we wanted oh. to say thank you to all the people who follow us every week on Twitch. Uh, we also broadcast on YouTube, and we broadcast on Facebook and a few other places when it makes sense, and we can, and it works. <laughs> 
Um, our jobs board, jobs.adafruit.com, has jobs from employers who want to find cool people to work for them. And also has people who have skills and they want to share them Ooh. and get a job. And this it's week, free. This week, it's CircuitPython related. Help with CircuitPython wow. projects by DCS Concepts. Um, it's an inventor that has tried to code, but um, said his head hurt. So he's looking for a prototype of a fun electronic toy for kids they want to use CircuitPython. So if you want to help out, uh, email. You can just go right through the site. And uh, we screen all the jobs, so we just make sure they're not spammy. And connect up with these folks. Maybe uh, you can get a job doing stuff with them. Okay. All right. Data, we're open source. We do open source hardware. We, we do open source are. software. We do, and yeah. we am. And to prove it, we have 1,766 guides on wow. learn.adafruit.com. There are so many guides. Okay, well, we had a ton of guides. Um, right from the top left, we have that Mike Borella project with uh, a micro bit controlling a, another micro bit over the Bluetooth radio. And the uh, second micro bit is on a cricket board. So you can uh, remote control. LEDs and servos and motors and all sorts of good stuff all through Make Code. Uh, do you want to show a little video of that? Which the, one is this? The micro bit uh, controller. I think it's the. We fourth. do. We have this one. Uh, we have a. Yeah, that we, one. We have a short one, and then I'll show the. The, the short. The short's just showing you the buttons, um, so it displays A and B, so yeah. you know what I'll you're sending. Like yeah. And then yeah, you can see. You press the button on one micro bit, and it makes the servo move. It's amazing. This would be normally incredibly hard, but with um, micro bit and yeah. make code, it is so easy. Okay. Okay. We also have a hilarious uh, puppet marionette project. Uh, this is kind of inspired by a project that JP showed us uh, Disney World. I guess this is an old uh, project you, with Pinocchio. You could you could control him, um, but we made our own version using just cardboard, paper clips, and hot glue. And it came out great. You use Cricut and two servos, and you can do it in CircuitPython. Um, and then a couple of arcade buttons let you make uh, this little figure dance. And it's way more fun than you think. It is, like, incredibly no, this, entertaining. No, this is fun. This is super fun. Yeah. And then, of course, you can decorate the robot and uh, make it sing, if you'd like. Um, we have a really uh, great project from Amelia, a no-solder uh, neon bike light project. We have these thin neon LED strips. Um, they look great. They're really easy to use. You just power them up with batteries. So you have a no-solder project uh, to decorate your bike. It's dark out. Maybe you want to be safe or maybe you're taking your bike uh, to an event and you want to make it look extra cool. It's very easy. You'll need like three items and a small screwdriver and uh, you'll be able to uh, quickly decorate your bike. And we have the neon strips in multiple colors too. Um, we have the Pi Portal Quotes uh, book project. So it's one of our first Pi Portal projects. Um, what's neat is it's, you know, it just looks like, okay, it's got a display and it's, it's showing some text. What's neat is the text is from the internet. So it's using the Adafruit Quotes service, uh, which we have, which is free. And you can go to adafruit.com slash quotes.php or something like that. And it'll give you um, a new unique quote. Save that, save that with the last one. Yeah, uh, it'll give you a new unique quote. Um, so this is a little internet-connected quote device, and of course, as we add more quotes, it'll automatically get you a random one, so you'll you'll be inspired all day long. We have a guide that Katty helped out a ton with to uh, for the new Adafruit Pi portal with pinouts and uh, PCB files and data sheets. Um, how to get started with the internet and all circuit Python. Check that out. Um, it's uh, we only have a couple, like you know, maybe a hundred or so uh, Pi portals out right now, but we're making more. Uh, we'll have some more in the next week or so. 
and people can uh, check that out to get started with their Pi portal. We also have another guide from Catney getting started with CircuitPython and Bluetooth Low Energy. Um, the NR52840 Bluefruit Feather runs CircuitPython and has Bluetooth uh, support in it. Um, and now that Bluetooth support is available in CircuitPython, and the first thing we want to make sure it could do beyond just advertising is um, connecting to our Bluefruit Connect app. And it does. You can use our app that we have you know, tens of thousands of downloads to um, send uh, motion data from your phone to your Feather. You can also send uh, geolocation data. You can use the GPS inside your phone. You can use it as a control surface. Uh, you can use it as a color picker. Um, the really easy way, you know, if you don't want to have to wear your own custom Bluetooth app, um, or if you want to plot data from your Bluetooth device, uh, the app will get you started really, really fast. Um, and it works great now with uh, the NR52840 and our Feather. We also have a guide for the analog devices ADXL343. That's a new product this week. And then finally, we've got a really lovely glowing fascinator um, build from Erin, and we'll show you the video for that now. Okay, we have some made in New York City factory footage. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. Yay!
And we also have a little video of what are picking places fall asleep to or wake up to, or in this case, snow to. Snow to. <laughs> um, outside the window here. I need a fruit. Lovely. Okay, 3D printing. Noah and Pedro have their show every single week. They show how to make some of these things, and we have a video. This week is the Pipe World video. Take it away, Noah and Pedro. Go! Hey, what's up, folks? In this video, we're taking a look at Adafruit's Pi Portal. This is a CircuitPython-powered display made for IoT projects. It features the Cortex-M4 processor, the ESP32 Wi-Fi module, and lots more. Your Python code can run directly on the device. You can use APIs in JSON to display data like weather and stats. Use Adafruit CircuitPython libraries and demo code to get you up and running. The Moo Python editor features a built-in serial console for debugging your code. So get the Pi Portal and start creating your own IoT-based projects. Check out the Learn Guide for documentation and project ideas. Links are in the description. Make it portable with Adafruit's Power Boost and a rechargeable battery. So what do you want to build? Let us know what you're working on in the comments below. Did we mention it's got a touchscreen? Make custom touchscreen interfaces. It's all open source so you can share it with the world. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. And we have this really cool glasses holder as a 3D printed spe uh, speed up. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> My so, glasses are safe. <laughs> yeah, Noah and Pedro, they have their 3D Hangout show every Wednesday. Um, all right. So there's only a few Ada boxes left. How, how many do you think there are? Well, I'm glad you asked. So <laughs> um, each time right before, like, you know, about a month before we're about to ship Ada box, we're like, oh, like, when, you know, can I wait? Can I do something? And so we made a... So instead of looking us looking up and people are always like, how many are there left? How many yeah. are there left? So, we can now can tell you. So la this is this is last night. Last night, this is the number of Ada boxes left, and we have 27 days about until we ship. So I made this, and I'm just like, okay, everybody, this is what it looks like now, and uh, here it this is. This is this is okay. 24 hours later. Yeah. So if you go to adabox.com and get an Ada box, it'll be shipping out in about 26 days, and this number will go down. We want this number to go down. It's 124. It should be like 123, and then it should be like. I mean, like right now, 124. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I really yeah. wish it was like. 122 or 121. We're not saying what's in the Ada box, of course. Folks love to guess. But I will say there's not a lot left. Not a, well, there's 124 left. And that was 133 last night. So you do the math. Last night. These will run out. 
These will these will the almost nail. certainly run out. The nail. So if you want one, you want to give them as a gift. People love them. Yeah. So we're gonna run out for sure. Especially, Pick one up. Especially if make that number go down. You don't want to be when this is zero because then there's none, and we can't make the number go back up. You can only make it go down. Okay. All right. So, Anyways, um, go down. this is the code before we do new products. USBC. Ten percent off all the way up to one fifty nine. Let's do this. It's new. It's new. All right. What's new? All right. Let's start off with this little potentiometer. It's actually a JP requested item. Uh, he was using these in his Grand Central uh, MIDI project. And I was like, yeah, those are kind of cool. I've seen these in some, like, you know, little synthesizer projects. Um, it's a potentiometer, but what's nice about it is, first off, it's very compact. And second, it has a marking on the side. So, um, go yeah, go to the overhead. It has a little um, a notch in here, which you can paint white if you like. It's got a little marking on the side. So, um, you know, you can uh, put this into a PCB or you can actually plug it into a breadboard if you like. It's got about 0.1 inch spacing. And uh, the mark on the side will uh, tell you where it's at. So you don't even need a knob because it's got this kind of nice knurled uh, top to it. So, and then, yeah, this, this pointer as well. So all the way up and then all the way down. Actually, so it's, it's upside, upside down. So all the, this is at the lowest and at the highest. Nice little knob, easy to use. Uh, and you can use it for any project. It comes in 10K linear. Here's a case. Here's a case. This is a case from uh, Element 14. And it's actually pretty nice. I will say like there's some Raspberry Pi accessories that I'm like, wow, you're really um, kind of making up the need here. This is pretty cool. Um, so first off, it's in a very nice enclosure to start with. So you get a very nice case. On top of that, uh, it comes with this really cool control board that does quite a few things. And I have the control board here on the overhead because I'm going to point to things. So this is the case uh, that you get. So you put a Raspberry Pi in. You put a Raspberry Pi in. Okay. And then it so has, has all the control board. You have all these exposed, you have the USB and, and all that good stuff. Um, and the HDMI and the AV. So it's a very nice injection molded enclosure. Another nice thing, it's got this um, camera port here, which you can kind of see. So this, the camera um, very carefully sort of slots in uh, nice. into this little slot and it has a, a hole for the lens. So let me see if I can get this back in. Cause it doesn't like clip strongly. It just sort of slides in. There you go like that. And so you can now have um, your camera. So if you want to make a camera connected Raspberry Pi, this is just a standard Raspberry Pi camera kit. Um, so yeah, so you have the Raspberry Pi and then um, you've got the camera in if you want to connect, of course, a display if you'd like and maybe pass it out, uh, you know, one of these side uh, notches. But it comes with the, what you're really getting for the, the value is um, this add-on board. And this add-on board has a couple things going for it. Um, it's got a little buck converter here. So it's got a power input with uh, like a circuitry for protection on the um, power input, which is kind of nice. There's a USB to SATA converter, so you can get an SSD drive and plug it in. So if you don't want to use um, the uh, micro SD slot, maybe you want a lot more storage, or maybe you don't want to worry, you know, worry about the SD card getting corrupted, you can uh, get a SATA drive and plug that in, and it's got a USB 2 to SATA converter. Uh, it's not going to be like full, full speed because it's still the only USB 2, but it's still pretty fast. I mean, the Raspberry Pi is an incredibly fast computer. It's also got a uh, STM8 microcontroller that's pre-programmed. 
Um, and this controls the button and the LED. And um, this is like a smart button. So it will, uh, it has some firmware, so it'll like properly shut down your um, Raspberry Pi. And then the LED, there's a light pipe and it glows at the top and looks really cool. So you can have this um, LED that is, uh, lights up the ring and you can see it. I think we have a photo um, that shows the ring lit up. Um, you can also reprogram the microcontroller. Yeah, you can see it's glowing blue, it's really nice. I took this apart, but imagine that it was put together. Um, you reprogram the microcontroller if you'd like. It looks like there is a little reprogramming port. And um, it's got standoffs. Oh, it's also got a real-time clock. It's got a PCF8523, which I really like. It's a, it's a uh, very simple but effective real-time clock. And there's uh, drivers built into the Linux kernel for it. And there's a little coin cell holder. You get a, a battery with it uh, that you can then uh, plug in for um, the real-time clock so it keeps time even when it's unplugged. There's a little adapter that uh, when this plugs in to the hat, just kind of goes in like this, and then this goes in here. It's actually kind of hard to do this while on camera. So this plugs in like so, okay, and then this is a little adapter that plugs from the SATA oh, to the um, USB. So it's a cute, uh, very uh, neat adapter. I'm actually kind of interested to see where. That's a good I think idea. this would be very handy for some um, hats and devices. Yeah. And then um, there's uh, some screws that you can use to um, more permanently attach it. Um, you can pretend like this is attached. And then this is uh, this goes on top. And then you know I can uh, plug this in. I don't think it has, it doesn't have a um, operating system on it, but hopefully if I didn't mess this up, it should light up. Or if that is connected to power, yes. Yeah, so there, so you go, you see the LED and then the Good LED work. shines out nicely when you press the button to turn it on. So it's a nice little closure for your Raspberry Pi. I like it. Um, it's, you know, there's a lot of cases very simple, but this is a very nice advanced case and you're, you get quite a bit for uh, what you're purchasing. Not only the enclosure, but also this SATA controller, real-time clock. Yeah. Really mix it into a full computer. Okay, next up. next up we have the analog devices ADXL343. One of our first breakouts was the ADXL345, which is a very popular digital uh, accelerometer. Analog devices is kind of invented the MEMS accelerometer, so they're really good at this stuff. Um, this accelerometer was featured in the Neo Trellis um, M4, which was in a previous Ada box. Um, but this accelerometer is nice. It's a really good price. I mean, basically it took the 345. Um, it's almost exactly compatible. It's almost the same exact specs. And uh, it's almost drop-in compatible too. The driver is uh, nearly identical as well. Same range of motion, same I squared C and um, SPI interface. Level shifting is built in. Uh, we have Arduino and CircuitPython drivers for it. And uh, it comes in red because this was a, a breakout sponsored by DigiKey and Analog Devices. We made it DigiKey Red in their honor. So we're not, not yeah. going to do a lot of red boards, but we do when DigiKey yeah. helps us and design thank them. Thank you, DigiKey and Analog. Um, they made the last Ada box possible and also powered the, one of the coolest features in it that people talk about all the time. So this is the breakout board okay. that goes along with all that. Okay. Yes. Check that and out. And speaking of that code, remember USB-C, this is why. 
Uzbek, why? Well, we finally have the USB-C break. Well, we sold out, but we have these ready in the store. And um, I'm just going to sh- talk about them here because it's just a small breakout. So but USB-C is kind of the new thing. It is one port that is flippable. It, you know, you can put the connector in either way. It can be used for both upstream and downstream. So instead of like USB normal where you have the, the rectangular A for the uh, central and then the peripherals have micro B or mini B, you have one connector for everything. So this first breakout um, is designed for people who want to make peripherals, like downstream, like microcontrollers that connect to computers. So it's got these resistors. It uses resistors to signal whether it's an upstream or downstream connection. This one has downstream resistors already soldered on. You get the uh, power and ground connections that you would normally expect. Um, the resistors are set up to give you five volts at you know at least a half an amp. You get D plus and D minus as normal, and then we also break out the four sideband and um, configuration pins. You can use those to detect um, orientation. Or if you want to change the resistor values, you can connect resistors from uh, those pins to SBUS if you want to uh, change the resistor values. But basically, this is designed um, specifically for people who want to get a USB peripheral. So you would connect this to your computer and connect that VBUS, D plus, D minus line to your SAM D processor or your whatever microcontroller that has native USB support. Pardon me. Next up. Next up, more e-inks. We love e-inks, and people were asking, wow, these e-inks are so cool, but wouldn't it be great if you had an e-ink feathering? And we're like, yeah. So the 2.13-inch e-ink trackable display is almost like the same size as a featherwing. So it actually made a perfect size uh, feather add-on. So you plug a feather into the bottom. It's all fully assembled. Um, And uh, you can plug any feather into it. It's been tested with all feathers. And uh, we have full graphical support, and you can also display uh, bitmaps on it. Um, if you look at the bottom, can you go to the bottom photo? Yeah. We have a micro SD card slots. So you can store images or fonts or whatever you want on there for display. We also have um, all the power supply stuff you need and an SRAM chip. The SRAM chip is what acts like as a video RAM buffer. So you can even. Um, use this display with something as simple as an Atmega 328 or 32U4. Normally you need about 6K to buffer the red and black data for the tri-color e-ink. Um, these displays don't let you update one pixel at a time. You have to update the entire display. So you have to store all of that data. And you'll notice a lot of low-cost e-ink breakouts and displays. They kind of don't mention this, but they force you to like somehow buffer the entire display and, and, and send it all at once, which is like basically impossible unless you have a ton of RAM. So what's nice about this is, this is a demo showing drawing lines. Um, all of that is buffered and handled for you, so you don't have to worry about your memory usage. Um, the library will store the display buffer in this external SRAM chip, and then when you're ready to send it to the display, it'll send it all out at once, and then you can go to sleep. So it you know, means you don't have to um, store anything long-term. You can also display bitmaps off the SD card. Um, you'll see it does take like 15 seconds to display an image. That's normal. Um, these tricolor displays aren't meant to be updated constantly. They're meant to be kind of you set them and then maybe an hour later set to something else. So good for IoT devices or informational displays where you know you're not you're not trying to display animations or videos. You just want to say, hey, you know, here's the temperature. And if, or if there's no power, whatever was on the display last is that that's that's what's on the display. Yeah, that's right. So. Um, you know, I'll wait till this finishes just so it looks nice. When this is done, you can unplug the power. 
you know, or you can um, have it enable disable pin or something. Yeah. Um, and the display set is the same. So this is great for low power. Outdoor displays, you want visibility. This is very high contrast. It looks just like paper. You know, it, looks, it looks great from any angle. It looks great outside when it's bright. Um, yeah. Uh, it doesn't use a lot of power. And then, yeah, it works with any feather wing display. Just uh, any feather wing, just plug in the feather onto the back. And we have our existing libraries and the pins are all connected. So you can use it with the ESP8266, 32, 328, U4, Teensy, whatever you want. Okay. And the star of the show tonight, besides the Adafruit community, all y'all out there, and Lady Ada, is this. It's Pi Portal. We're putting in a bunch in the store as fast as we can make them. These, uh, the Hotcake Factory called us and they said, we would like to sell things as fast as Pi Portals. Yes, so, they did sell like hotcakes. We put in, yeah. we put in over a hundred, and they sold very, very. They're fast. pretty fast. We're, we're making more. more. Yeah, we put in a bunch, and then so, some of our, our our friends out there have received theirs for helping us do some things. And we on also it. have the guide, so if you're interested, you can read the guide to get an idea of what yeah. you're getting into. So, this pairs a 3.2 inch, 320 by 240 color display with a resistive touchscreen, um, and on the back to do all the processing. We've got a SAMD51, and it's like the kind of the highest end one. It's one megabyte of flash, 256K of RAM. And that's the main processor, and that's controlling the TFT display over an 8-bit interface. It also has eight megabytes of QSPY flash. So with CircuitPython, you can have eight megabytes of flash for your images or um, uh, uh, sounds or fonts or whatever. Um, there's also an SD card slot, so you can add more. Uh, storage. There's an uh, audio amplifier with a little piezo speaker, a piezo, a buzzer, a uh, little speaker, and uh, also a connector if you want to connect, uh, a mobile connector for connecting an external uh, higher powered speaker. Um, there's ports on the end. You've got two three pin Stemma connections. Each one has power ground and then an analog or digital IO pin. And then in the center is I squared C. And it can also be used with Grove connectors. So if you have Grove stuff that is I squared C, you can use that there. It's got an ADT 7410 temperature sensor on it, so you can do uh, temperature sensing. It's got a light sensor um, that can do light sensing, as you expect. Um, what else? It's got the, uh, of course, the, the most important part is it's got the ESP32 as a Wi-Fi coprocessor. So what's nice about this is the ESP32 is de dedicated just for doing Wi-Fi. So the ESP32 is, uh, it has enough power and memory to do SSL TLS 1.2, which is great because a lot of uh, sites now require it. It also has enough memory to buffer, um, you know, big socket connections. So what we do is we have the ESP32 dedicated just to doing that Wi-Fi connection. Why? Because it takes so much processing power and time, you really want that to be handled by a separate coprocessor while your main processor is handling UI and USB. Also, the ESP32 doesn't have native USB. So you're going to have to have some chip anyways to do USB. And um, the SAMD51 has a ton of pins. So we use those pins for the, you know, other, like all the pins are used. Like if you count up, you need like 15 pins for the back, um, the display, the backlight, 8-bit connection, touchscreen. You need, you know, four more pins for the SD card. You need two pins for the analog output. You need two pins for S2Z. You add it all up, you actually end up needing a ton of pins. Um, so this, this SAMD51 does all of that and the UI circuit path on one time. Meanwhile, the ESP32, all it does is it handles the Wi-Fi connections and sockets for you. And we communicate over SPI using this really great Nina firmware from Arduino, um, which works really well, really solid. And it has all these 
Another thing that's nice about the ESP32 is it has all the certificates, the root certificates burned into it. There's a lot of space, and so it comes with all these root certificates, so you don't have to upload a certificate for every new site. It can, like I looked at the list, and it has just about every root cert out there, so you don't have to worry about like, oh, you know, what if I have a site and their certificate got changed? You know, as long as it is in the trusted certificate chain, which it almost certainly is, um, you're good to go. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, uploading certificates or ignoring certificates. You can keep your secure connections. So all together, makes for a really great all-in-one IoT device. It kind of has everything you want, but not too much stuff to make uh, internet-connected IoT projects with CircuitPython, which makes it really easy and the display graphics stuff and the font management, all that which is normally really hard to do. And then the ESP32 makes the Wi-Fi really easy. We have a sockets interface. So if you're a fan of BSD sockets, congratulations, you can just use sockets. And if you've used Python before, you've probably used the requests library and that's what we've implemented in CircuitPython. So you can get and post data uh, quite easily. Um, you know, we have a lot of examples of, of getting JSON data, regular expressions data and, and parsing that. Um, and you can, because we have so much memory available on the ESP32 and the 751, you can buffer a whole like 32 or 64 kilobyte response packet, parse it into JSON, and then sift through it to get the data you want. You don't have to do weird line by line parsing. You can actually treat it as a full object. So we have some examples. So, you know, for example, you can uh, uh, download bitmaps. This is um, a project that goes to the Adafruit uh, new API. We have an API that uh, uh, feeds up all the newest products. So this is Radio Bonnet from a couple weeks ago. You can get this data from JSON and then um, this image. You can also download it, cache it to the QSPY, and then display it on the screen. So you can get... Yep. Point out a URL, gets the data, and then you just saw this is what it looks like when it flips to the next image. This used to be really hard. Um, yeah. This is one of the ones that we're working on. It took a few minutes after get all this awesome yeah everything squeezed onto this board so, so the, you know these images they're they're not hosted locally with downloading the image yeah. uh, it takes about eight seconds to download and save a 250 uh, kilobyte image uh, through the sp32 overall secure connection and then you can display it directly onto the screen so this stuff which is normally really really hard to do without linux um, or a full operating system you can do very, very easily using um, CircuitPython or Quest Library and Display.io. Okay. That's Pipe Portal. And that is new products this week. Yay! We've got these cute, short potentiometers. They've got a line on the knob. They're breadboard friendly, or you can put them in a solder, uh, solder them to your uh, devices. Uh, and you use them as is, and you don't even need a knob. It's Element 14. Uh, enclosure desktop case for Raspberry Pi is kind of nice. Uh, it's got a real-time clock. It's got a smart on-off button and RGB LED. It even has a USB to SATA converter, so you can plug in SSD devices. also comes in a nice injection-molded case with a camera slot. It's a really fancy Raspberry Pi desktop case. The analog device's ADXL343 is low-cost but high-quality triple axis digital accelerometer with I2C and SPI. It comes in a full level shifted and uh, regulated breakout here. It comes with Arduino and CircuitPython code. Uh, DigiKey Red, thanks DigiKey for sponsoring uh, this breakout. It's our new favorite accelerometer. This USB-C breakout will make it really easy to add USB peripheral support to your next project. 
Uh, we have it with the pull-down resistors for peripheral. You get all of the pins that you would normally need for your USB uh, device. Uh, you can use it kind of like any other USB connector, but now you're ready for the future. 2.13 e, e ink tricolor display. You get uh, red ink, black ink, and then a white background. Plug in any of your feathers. It comes with SRAM, like our other e ink display, so you can use it with something as simple as the 32U4 or 328, up to, of course, the TNC or the ESP8266 or 32 or M4 or M0. Um, has a micro SD slot as well. Uh, you can do full graphics, display images, text, lines, all that good stuff in Arduino and CircuitPython. The Pi Portal is an all-in-one, easy-to-use IoT device. It features a SAMD51 M4 Cortex processor, one, uh, 120 megahertz, um, one megabyte of flash, 256K of RAM. Pair that with an ESP32 Wi-Fi coprocessor that does all the secure TLS 1.2 SSL uh, connection and certificate management for you. Have an 8-bit display for high-speed updates, resistive touch, uh, micro SD slot, uh, analog devices, ADT 7410 temperature sensor, NeoPixel speaker, and all those plug-in ports, and you've got yourself something that makes it really easy to create internet-connected devices using CircuitPython. You'll be able to really make just about anything with the Pi Portal. Okay, no, 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 no. thanks for the recap. Yes. All right, uh, codes USB-C. 10% off the native store, otherwise it's 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have some soft secret from the Adafruit Vault. We're coming soon, don't ask. It is something else that's USB related. This is USB what is this? Well, I saw this person in the, in, uh, in the newsletter who made a user trinket to create a little um, USB keyboard to your adapter. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, but instead of like kind of turning a trinket into that, I decided to make a board that's specifically designed for that purpose. Uh, you really want a crystal on it because it's not connected to USB host. So I had to crystal move around some pins. It was basically a trinket, but designed for connecting a USB keyboard to it. Okay. And then I have some previews. You've seen some of these that we just showed, but these are the ones that we're working on. Um, That's open weather? Yeah, this is weather booting up. I wanted to show what it looks like when these things um, boot up. It gives you a lot of information on the screen. If you ever tried to debug IoT applications, like, what just happened? What's going on? Yeah, so you get a is... terminal, so you can, you can have it tell you, like, yeah. it can connect to the access point or you know, couldn't find a hardware sensor or whatnot. So you can see this is a startup screen, does all the checks, gets on the net, downloads the images and or um, data, and that was the weather. And a nice aerial font. Yep. And this then here's the some of the cool product things, and you can point it at any, any site that, that allows you to the images yeah, we have a couple case. other projects now where it downloads images. Um, you know, the, it can. We had a project that we prototyped where it showed off the latest hackster yeah, project or latest thing. Net, for net Bitcoin worth. So let's say if you have like, oh, I have three point one four bitcoins. Well, this is what you're worth. That's what you're worth right now. now. Wow, this went down. It was like twelve yeah. thousand last this night. This is hackster. Um, it shows a number of likes and views on a, on the, its mm -hmm. own hackster project. Uh, this is a not out yet. Don't ask. This is a, Dave's working on this. This is a Lcars interface alarm clock. That has things like weather and it. Okay, it's just like he's like, it's not enough that it's just, yeah, it's like it, now it's yeah. going to control computer. What is the weather? Yeah. Computer, what is the start date? And that's top secret. It's not out yet. Okay. 
Let's answer some questions. Yeah, let's do the questions. Where do we do these questions? Glad we do the questions up in Discord. So get your free Discord account, register, yep. log in, get on Discord. Adafruit.it slash Discord. All right, um, we're going to answer them. Answer um, the questions. What are the differences between uh, ResTouch or CapTouch? Why would you use one or the other for designing a device like this? Um, in this case, I didn't I didn't feel like Capacitive Touch was worth the extra cost, which is a lot. It would add at least $10 to the cost. And I thought Resistive Touch was fine. You know, for most people's projects, you know, it's not a phone. It's not a luxury object. I don't think people can do a ton of touching. So Resistive Touch seems good to me. Okay. Um, this was a question that came in earlier that I, I saw it on YouTube, but I'll try to bring it over here. Hello, I'm currently part of a team that's designing a prolonged, uh, oh, sorry, a pronged pressure sensor that measures nerd activity. We're going to use a Raspberry Pi Zero as a master board that controls all of the components, servos, batteries, strain gauges, but we wanted to also include a touchscreen. As of right now, touchscreen is using up um, all the pins on the board. Is there a way that we can access the pins on the board after installation of a screen? Are there additions that we could purchase? Um, do you know of another board that would be better equipped to handle our project? Thanks for any suggestions. Well, you could use the external 7-inch um, Raspberry Pi display screen. It doesn't use any pins at all because it connects to a different port, and that way you wouldn't have to worry about it. The Pi TFT doesn't use a lot of pins. I know some displays use a lot, but the Pi TFT only uses like five pins. You'd have plenty left over for connecting um, your sensors okay. and stuff. So those are two options. Um, that Amiga demo that we showed, are we going to release that? It is. That, that Amiga demo is in Arduino. And it requires us to do the 8-bit TFT DMA mode, which is currently in progress. So we will release it, but it's uh, not ready. And it's not, it's kind of what it is. So yeah, we'll have it out when we have the DMA um, right. also, code out. Also, uh, shout out and hug report to Maker Melissa has been doing some amazing stuff and amazing work with CircuitPython. Thank you, very much appreciate it, by the way. Um, all right, let me see if there's other questions. I'm ready for them. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, resistive touch is expensive. Capacitive touch. Sorry, cap touch. Resistive touch is, is much much cheaper. Yeah. Much much cheaper. It's, it's only maybe thirty cents for the resistive okay. overlay. Uh, this is a question. Uh, someone is a self-taught engineer enthusiast. What important topics would they be missing uh, due to not going to school for uh, being an EE? What would be easier to learn? Uh, what might be easier to learn uh, in an EE program than teaching themselves? Um, I find a lot of EEs are missing. Um, people who don't who don't take an EE class are missing a lot of like the fundamentals of how transistors work um, and like power calculations. Like what, like there's just a lot of these little like nitty gritty details of like what you know biasing means and um, how to model something as a resistor or a capacitor or or like how that affects um, like a transfer function. Um, it's just because you don't usually need it. So that stuff is usually missing. It's just tough unless you take a class. To it. I, I, I haven't met a lot of people who are like willing to self-teach themselves feedback systems and, and transfer functions and stuff. You can, you can, it's just, it's not interesting. You kind of have to, in my opinion, you need to have someone teach you to be interested, to force yourself to do it. Force yourself to take a test later. Yeah. Um, Question, a loud, loud speaker you have recommend for Circuit Playground Express? Um, we have a speaker. We have our powered speaker. You know, any, like, little powered speaker works great. Like, it'll, uh, you know, often Bluetooth speakers have a um, headphone output, and then you can just use alligator clips. That works quite well. All right. I don't think we'd be able to answer this one, but I'll, I'll, I'll start maybe people in the chat. 
Hi, do I need to include name, date, major, anything else in the header of a personal statement of computer science? Can you describe a little of the layout of personal statements, please? I, you know, I it would really say, depends on what you're applying for. Yeah, I would say if, if you're getting asked to, to provide a personal statement, you may want to ask for like other examples. Yeah, ask for an example, like what like, does it look like? Because it depends. Yeah. Uh, um, it's just a job or internship or a, a fellowship or what? How do I get, uh, how did you get the red and blue printed on the Permaproto PCBs? You pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and then one thing that I did want to show on the overhead um, to thank uh, Grogard, um, this just came in right before the show started. So this is, it's not, it's not out, it's someone else's, but um, this is one of the um, really special boards that we've been watching. So Grogard is working on the giant board. It's a Linux feather board. And um, it's really neat to watch this developed. And if you go to growboards.com, if you say hi to uh, Grogard, who's in the chat, um, we just got this right before we got on air. So we didn't get a chance to download the software and put on a, a little mini, uh, sorry, micro SD card. But thank you so much. I know you've been working really hard on this, and this is a labor of love. So th thank you, and we'll continue to help get the word out about this amazing Linux feather. Ah, so ah. cool. Yeah, you can yeah. plug this into the ink feather wing. Yeah. Could have a little e-ink display. Yeah. Linux power. This is cool. Okay. Anyways, um, I think we did all the questions. Oh. Okay. Uh, one last thing. What tool scopes protocol analyzers would be needed to support USB hardware development? Um, the Beagle USB is the most useful thing. If you have that, you pretty much don't need anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're expensive, but nothing nothing really beats I it. I think it's time to give something away. We're ready to give something away. What would we give away tonight that people would probably really like? Uh, a potentiometer? Know. Just a, like a little potentiometer? I'm yeah. Sure people would be like really a 95 cent potentiometer. I think they'd be happy with that? I, th I think so. Or do you think they'd be happy with a Pi Portal? I think they'd want a Pi Portal, honestly. Oh. So maybe so, we should just do that instead. So we're going to give away a Pi Portal tonight. We're going to give away a Pi Portal. And right. the good news is, if you have one, you can always find another use for it. portals, people are going to get multiple ones. You're going to—they're so useful. They're so <laughs> useful. By the way, there's only 123 ADA boxes left. That's not related. I'm just letting you know that. Oh, you want to check this out? Yeah, it went down. Oh yay! All right, thank Wasn't you. Was it 124? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's 123. All right, what are the rules for the trivia contest? Okay, rules are: if you've won something before, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call the phone number on the screen when we display it. Answer the phone. I'm going to say ahoy ahoy so you know it's me. And then you're going to say something like ahoy ahoy. And then when we know each other, like it's like, hey, I see you, you see me, I see you, you see me. And we say ahoy ahoy. And then I ask you your name and where you're calling from and a project you're working on or you want to work on. And if you're able to do all of that, you're going to get a free pie. The phone number is own bit stab. And if you call, we're going to send you a pie portal. Dude. This is a good price. Amazing. Not a potentiometer. I mean, if you really want one, I guess we could toss one in. But you want a pie portal. Yeah. So we don't have any left. We, ha we have one left specifically for this. Yeah. Let's give away. Whoa, that's fast. Whoa. All right, want to do this? They want it. Okay. It's ringing. Can you pick it up? Ahoy, ahoy. Hi there. Oh, yeah, congratulations. You have managed to call a phone number. What is your name? Fantastic. Um, Hi, Fantastic. <laughs> I'm Lamar. Congratulations, Fantastic. Congratulations, Fantastic. <laughs> Where are you calling from, Fantastic? This is Jan. I'm in Washington State. Okay. And you might know me as Cedar Grove. Oh, Cedar Grove. Oh, you won. We like your stuff. Yeah, All right. Congrats. Do you 
No, this is yeah, I, this is just incredibly fantastic. And you're gonna probably hook this up to your like synthesizer thing. I don't know, something super cool. Um, so I guess that's the project that you're working on. What, what else are you working on? You want to tell people what what your latest hacks are? Well, I've been doing a lot of stuff with uh, your rack music synthesizers and taking advantage of the stem interfaces and just having a blast with that. Oh, sweet. Um, but the Pi Portal is going to be pretty cool for uh, doing some automation in the workshop and. And I'm envisioning using it kind of like an access terminal for things, too. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of possibilities. There. All right. Well, congratulations, Steve Grover. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at adafruit.com, and say, this is fantastic from Washington State. <laughs> Send me over a product number 4116. And they're going to grab one of the secret statue. I was going to, you know, I, it, I'm glad you're going to get one because I was thinking, like, I hope Steve Grover gets one. Uh, yeah, and you'll get one, and maybe, maybe you'll get more later. So... That's uh, super, and congratulations again for winning. If you're going to win something, you pick the right week to call in. Yeah. All right, well, have a great night, and we'll see you on the Discords. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Good night. Sweet. All right. That's our show. He said fantastic in less than four times. This is fantastic. That's our Correct. show for tonight, everybody. Um, don't forget to code is USB-C. It's uh, going on till 11.59 p.m. Eastern time tonight, or when I remember to turn off the code. Um, thank you, everybody out there, um, all of the Adafruit team members um, in Slack. Let's see who's there tonight. I want to make sure. Takara. Hey, Takara. Hey, Takara. Um, all the Adafruit uh, helpers on Discord, all the Adafruit team members in Discord, the uh, big community that's uh, celebrating this cool thing that we're doing together. Thank you so much. Um, we'll keep doing this as long as we possibly can. And the viewers and all the people that um, help out with things like CircuitPython and um, help out with things in the community. Thank you. More um, good doing this, stuff. Doing this together. Coming this way. People, y'all like developments like Pi Portal. We spent a lot of time and effort into making yeah. amazing, fantastic hardware that we so, hope you'll enjoy. Very much appreciated. And we will see everybody next week, 8 p.m. Eastern time for Ask an Engineer. We get a lot more surprises and more coming up. So thank you so much. Thank Here you, everybody. Of Zener. Hi, everybody.